Hi everyone, I'm Richard Roberts and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. Glad you could join me uh, today. Uh, I'm getting uh, lots of, of emails and uh, messages from people watching the podcast like Laurie who says encouragement and hope. That's what I get when I listen to your podcast. Now some of you are listening, some of you are watching and I welcome you all. Uh, Raphael says blessings, encouragement, I get good advice. I found out that even though the podcast was taped earlier, I still received blessings. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Cameron says, I have received a tremendous amount of encouragement. It always seems to be the right word from God, and it comes when I need it. Thank God for that. Uh, Diddley says, uh, it encourages me. Your podcast strengthens my faith. And this one really is powerful from Melody. Melody says, it's exactly what I needed to hear. In the past six months, my health has been going down more and more. I'm not going to accept what they say about my health. I'll talk about that in a minute. I will believe the report of the Lord and I expect a miracle every day and I'm getting stronger. I just give God the praise this podcast came in just in time to boost my faith and thank you. And Carmen says, this podcast has made my faith stronger. Uh, if you want to make contact with me, go to richardroberts.org and let me know if you have a prayer request, uh, richardroberts.org slash prayer. Get your prayer request to me. Someone who's watching right now, you've been diagnosed with a migraine headache and, um, uh, yes, I'll do that, Lord. Uh, and your headache is being healed. There's another person who's had some type of problem with, I believe it's, it's one of your ears. I think it's the left ear. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but the, your ear is swollen and is much larger. I'm going to say it's at least 25% larger than your other ear because of the, the swelling in your ear. And that swelling is going down now. And there's another person you have, you've had pain right in the center of your chest and God is healing you right now. And there's another person who fell and injured your shoulder blade and you are being healed right now. If that's you, let me know who you are. Uh, I was praying, uh, driving my car uh, today, coming here to the office to do this, to our ministry headquarters office to do this uh, podcast. And I got a thought from the Lord. Uh, I haven't had much chance to do a lot of studying on it because it's just fresh. I just got it in the car <laughs> coming over here. <laughs> I'd gone through a drive-thru to get something to eat on the way over here. And as I was driving, trying to eat, close your eyes and your ears, uh, trying to eat a hamburger while I'm driving my car and I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper and I'm driving my car. And uh, uh, all of a sudden uh, I start hearing the voice of the Lord. Now this happens to me a lot. Okay. Happens to me a lot. And uh, I'd, I'd called uh, Mike uh, Bernard, uh, my vice president, who's, who's behind the monitor over here with these cameras. Um, I can't turn the cameras around and show it to you, but he's back there. Uh, I say, hello, Mike. Hello. There, see, there he is. Um, I, I called him. I said, do you have a, I had to do a podcast. I said, do, do you have a fresh message for the podcast? He said, no, I don't. But he said, the Lord will give you one by the time you get there. Well, he did. <laughs> and he always does. And I thank God for that. And I was driving my car over here and I was kind of in a, in a, a traffic jam. You know how uh, this time of the year, a lot of places are doing construction and they cut you down to one lane and, and it takes you about three times longer than you think to get through an intersection. Well, that's what was happening to me. And as I sat there, I had this thought. You always face 
your biggest giant just before you enter the promised land. Now listen to that again, because that's a word from God today. You always face your biggest giant, your biggest problem, just before you enter the promised land. Go back with me in the Bible. Moses and the children of Israel had been delivered out of Egyptian bondage after 400 years of slavery. They were out in the desert. Uh, the Egyptian army had been defeated. They had uh, crossed over the Red Sea and the Egyptian army had literally drowned behind them. God had opened them up, opened the, uh, the waters up when Moses lifted the rod that was in his hand, the shepherd's staff that was in his hand. And now they're out in the wilderness. God was taking care of them and they came to the edge of the promised land. It had been prophesied uh, through Abraham that they would inherit a land of milk and honey, a land where there was full provision, all their needs met, a delightsome land. And they came right to the edge of it and they sent spies. And you can read it in the Bible. They sent 12 spies to investigate, to spy out the land. And when the spies came back, 10 of them gave a negative report. First of all, they said, yes, it's true. It's a land of milk and honey. There is great provision. There are plenty of resources for us, but. And when they used the word but, they canceled out everything that they just said. But, the word but is a contraction. And when you use the word but, it cancels out everything that you just said. Yes, it's a land of milk and honey. Yes, it's a land of great provision, but. But, too many people have a problem with their butt. And too many people need to get over their butt. They, they're focusing in on, on the negative side instead of focusing in on the positive side. They said, it, yes, it's a land of milk and honey, but there are giants in the land. Now, Joshua and Caleb were two of those spies and they didn't agree with the 10. They said, yes, there are giants in the land and we are well able to defeat them. But the people did not believe Joshua and Caleb. Instead, they believed the negative report of the 10 spies. And you can read it. You can read it in the Bible. They wandered for 40 years until that generation had died out with the exception, of course, of Joshua and Caleb, who gave the good report. And it occurred to me, there are many of you today, many people today, who've gotten right up to the dream, right up to the promise, right up to the place that you know you're supposed to be. But there's a giant. There's something standing in your way. And many have shrunk back like the Israelites did. And you're wondering. And you're wondering what's happened. Why am I stuck? Why am I stuck here? Why am I in this rut? Could it be it's because you didn't stand up to your giant? 
I heard a story about a king years ago who put a huge stone in the middle of the highway near his king, in his kingdom. And he stood back behind a rock to see what the people who were traveling would do. Most of them went off the highway and went around. They went around this way. No one tried to move it. No one tried to do anything about that obstacle. Until a peasant farmer came by with his little trailer full of food to sell in town. And with great effort, he moved the stone. And when he turned around, he saw there was a little bag that had been under the stone. And when he opened it, he found money in it from the king, saying, I was waiting for someone who would move the stone. Giants get in all of our ways. Could be a giant of fear, could be a giant of worry, could be a giant of depression, of uh, anxiety. Could be a giant of sickness. Could be a giant of financial loss or some emotional distress or something else. There are many giants. The 10 spies said, it's a great land, but there are giants. There are giants. And we human beings have a tendency to shrink back and to say, I, I, I can't deal with that. And we miss walking into our promised land. I like what this woman said. She said, your podcast is exactly what I need to hear. In the past six years, my health has gone down more and more. I'm not going to accept what they say. It's my attitude. I need a new ministry headquarters. It's going to cost $10 million to do what I need to do with all the outreach of this ministry throughout the United States, Canada, Pakistan, India, Ukraine, Central America, uh, Northern Canada, up near the, the, uh, the North Pole, uh, all, and all the places that we're reaching out now. I've, I've got to expand. I've outgrown. I don't have $10 million. But God does. God has $10 million. He has it. And instead of shrinking back from this giant that's standing in front of me, I'm going to say, I'm well able to take the land. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm going to command that giant to get out of my way. I'm not going to shrink back like the Israelites did and wander in the desert for 40 years. I'm going to do what God has told me to do. How? I don't know exactly how, but I'm going to do it. Because there is a tenacity that is inside of me. There's no quit in me. I'm not going to run. I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to wander in the wilderness. I'm going to obey the Lord. God has what I need. You know, if you look back through the Bible and you look at the days of King Saul and David, when the giant Goliath stood in front of them, strutting his stuff, saying, send a man against me. If he defeats me, the Philistines will serve the Israelites. But if I defeat him, the Israelites will serve the Philistines. <laughs> and Saul didn't have anybody to send up there. <laughs> and they got into such fear and they ran. They ran away from the giant. 
David came along and said, is there not a cause? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he would defy the armies of the living God? I'll go against him. And instead of running away from the giant, he ran toward him. And he had something in his hand. He had his slingshot, which represented his faith. It represented his seed. It represented what he was giving to God. And he took that giant out. And he sent a message to the Philistines. You mess with us, we'll take you out. I like that. I like that. I like what Ronald Reagan used to say. You mess with the United States, we'll take you out. I like that. I like that. <laughs> the best defense is a good offense. I like that. I'm not going to allow giants to stand in my way. I'm going to build it. Well, how are you going to build it, Richard? I don't know, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it by faith. And God's going to guide me and God's going to lead me every step. He's going to provide every need. There's a land of milk and honey for this ministry. And I'm going to have it. Now, what about you? You say, well, Richard, that's all well and good. And that's, that's, that's good preaching and I, 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 it encourages me. But what about, what about me? You know, my son just had an accident and he's down there in the, in the emergency room and, and I need a miracle. What, what about me? I got, I got a giant right now facing me. Or, 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 or what about me, Richard? I, I've just had divorce filed on me and I don't know what to do. I've been married for 10 or 15 years and my whole marriage has fallen apart. What, what do I, I don't, I don't know what to do. Or, 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 or Richard, my, my husband just had a lawsuit filed against him. Uh, his his uh, business partner was doing something unethical and my husband didn't know it, but my husband's included in the suit. Or, or Richard, I've just been diagnosed with, with cervical cancer. Uh, 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 what about me, Richard? What about, what about this giant that's standing in front of my way? Or, or, or Richard, I've got a bill due. There's just no way I've got any money to pay it. Or I've got a mortgage payment that's due and I don't know how I'm going to do it. They're coming to take my home away. I, what about me, Richard? Let me tell you what. The same God I'm trusting in and the same God I'm believing in and the same God I'm looking to right now is the same God to deliver you. What you got to do is you got to release, you got to use what's in your hand. And that's what Moses did. When, when Moses was standing there in front of the Red Sea and didn't know what to do and the water was in front of him and the rocks on the right, the rocks on the left and the pursuing Egyptian army. What did God say to him? What do you have in your hand? <laughs> My shepherd's staff. That staff became his seed. And God said, lift it up. And when he did, those waters parted and they walked across on dry ground and the Egyptians came behind them and the waters came back in and the Egyptians were drowned and the Israelites were saved. What did David have in his, have in his hand? He had his slingshot. His slingshot became his seed. It became his armor. Not the kind of armor that the older, other soldiers were wearing because that armor didn't fit him. That became his seed. What do you have in your hand? What can you give to God as an expression of your love and care and concern about him? Just the other day, there was a tremendous, uh, tremendous woman uh, minister having a conference and Lindsay and I began to pray and we decided we were going to sow into that ministry. We're sowing away from ourselves. We're taking what we have in our hand and we're sowing it in Jesus name. Why? Because I want to thrive. I want to thrive in this ministry and I want you to thrive. And why do I offer things like I'm going to offer you in a minute? Uh, why do you offer, why do I offer your resources so you can thrive? God wants you well. He said, he said in third John two, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. He wants you well in every area of your life. That means he wants you to thrive. 
He wants you to thrive in your body, in your family, in your finances, in your relationships, in your business, in your job, in your ministry, in your marriage, in, in every area, in your emotions too. Every area of your life from the crown of your head, even unto the soles of your feet. He wants you well. He wants you to thrive. And when you take some of what you got and you give it to God and he does whatever he does in the supernatural realm, and then begins to multiply it back to you, he begins to make a way where there seems to be no way. And giants begin to fall. You see, the Israelite army thought that Goliath was too big to hit. But David thought he was too big to miss. <laughs> Praise God. He wants you to thrive in every area of your life. But you're going to have to use your faith. You're going to have to step out on faith and believe him. This woman said, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not believing the negative report. I'm expecting a miracle. Well, I don't have $10 million to build a new building, but God does. And so I'm launching out in faith. You see, Peter's fishing boat was the seed he had in his hand. And when he gave it to Jesus, Jesus gave it back to him, multiplied, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You can read about it in Luke chapter 5. And that's why I offer you resources from time to time to help you so you can thrive. In fact, here's my new book, God's Healing Touch. Now, why am I offering this to you? Because I want you to thrive. I want you to thrive in every area of your life. And I'm giving you an opportunity today to go to richardroberts.org slash bookstore and order this book for your gift, for your gift this month into this ministry. I'm going to send this to you. It's his will for you to be well. You need God's healing touch in your life. I want you to thrive. And once you read it, and once you get these principles inside of you, then give this to somebody else who needs to thrive. Let me make this investment in your life so you can help make an investment in someone else's life. Pay it forward. And as you do, begin to watch those giants fall. Fall out of your path. Now I'm praying right now in the authority of Jesus' name for his power to touch you and heal you and to deliver you in every area of your life. And for you to have the attitude of this woman right here, his name is Melody. She's not taking no for an answer. She's talking to her giant. She's commanding it to get out of her way. And I believe she's going to get the miracle she's expecting. You can do the same thing by faith. You could have a miracle. I'm going to have a miracle. How? I don't know. That's not my agenda. It's not my, that's not my worry how it's going to happen. God's going to do it. And he's no respecter of persons. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you. I pray and I believe this in his mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for your gift into this ministry this month. Be sure and order my book, God's Healing Touch. I believe it will be a blessing in your life. Go to richardroberts.org slash bookstore. I pray and believe it'll be a blessing in your life. I'll see you soon on the Expect a Miracle podcast. Does God still heal today? As the son of Oral Roberts, Richard grew up seeing the miraculous healing power of God. And from that experience, he wants everyone to know that God not only has the power to heal today, but it's his desire for you to be well in every area of your life. 
healing is a central key. It's not a sideline. You'll find healing all the way from Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. Healing is God's plan. If you have questions about whether or not God still heals, if you're skeptical but want to believe, then order this new book, God's Healing Touch by Richard Roberts. Go to richardroberts.org or call 1-844-828-1412. 